Welcome back to Are You For Real with Sarah Frick. Today, we are sitting down with Ben Towell from Basic Projects, and we are talking all about his trip where he is going to row across the Atlantic Ocean. That's right. So first, I know we've had you on the podcast before, but just give our listeners a little bit of background on you and, you know, all the good stuff. Yeah. So Your pretty I, wife isn't here, so we'll have to just talk to you today. Is, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm, I'm allowed to, to do this without Kate. It's liberating. Um, so yeah, I've, um, I'm half of Basic Projects, and we've got uh, restaurants and an inn here in Charleston, and Kate does the design, and I do all the sort of operating of our our restaurants and hotels. And um, and then in December of this year, I am rowing across the Atlantic Ocean, which um, it's part of a, a race. Um, it's known as the toughest race on earth. It's been going on for about 20 years. And um, it's how many the, people are in it? So um, there are, I think there are 36 boats from uh, all over the world. All over the world. Um, less than 750 people have ever rowed an ocean. So um, more, I, I understand more why. More people have been to space <laughs> or climbed Everest. Um, and this race is sort of evolved over the years to a point where it's 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 called the Talisker um, Atlantic Talisker Whiskey Atlantic Challenge um, and it's um, it's an incredible um, organization that puts it on and this kind of barrier to entry is super high so they say in ocean rowing the hardest thing to do is get to the start line yeah um, and I then, say that to my classes I'm like y'all did the hardest thing you got in your car you put your workout clothes on and, unless and then, you're Lindsay and then you right. die in the middle of class I heard I heard about it um, <laughs> So, so yeah, that's that's the challenge. It's been we've been working. It's a two year project. Um, we're called the Dream Boats. Um, it's Charlie Layton, who's the head chef at Basic Kitchen, and and a friend from the UK, and myself. And it came about. I've always wanted to do this. Um, Can I, I ask you why? Yeah, right. yeah well, I'm just. <laughs> well, I know you're kind of like an extreme yeah. person. Yeah, in a good way. In a good yeah. way. In a good way. But you biked across the country, country too, right? Yep, yeah, I've done that. And. Um, so in, in 2013, I had a friend, I got an email from a friend and it said, I've just rode the Atlantic. And I had flashbacks to live it. We lived together in Oxford in the UK and he got expelled from school. I had to leave because I got sick. There was no way on earth this guy had rode the Atlantic. I was like, no way. I mean, he was just like in his room with a bong, like the last time I yeah. saw him, like just no You're chance. Like, dude, come on. And, <laughs> and so he, the story is fantastic. So he, he lost a bet. And that's how he ended up getting on this team. He was like, the guy who loses this is going to join this one more spot in this transatlantic rowing team. And Bobby got it. Anyway, what happened, it was the worst weather year in the history of the race. Wow. It was five big storms. And Bobby um, really, through these storms, his team fell apart. They were so scared, these massive waves, five days of, of huge, huge storms. And Bobby found himself to be this incredible leader. He was like, <laughs> he said, I don't know where it this came from. It. This is me. I said, I'm like, it's a sort of Forrest Gump moment. <laughs> and everyone turned to him and said, you know, just do whatever you say, we'll do it. Like, we've got two and a half thousand miles to go. Holy shit. Um, and we're in your hands. And so, so he had this incredible experience, really felt that he was just sort of, had this whole other side to him and he left and set up an incredible company called Igo Adventures and it's a it's a long endurance race company all over the world and adventure travel company and I've done some of his races and from that moment on I was like I'm, I've, I want to do that um how, how many miles is it it's three it's so it's 3,000 nautical miles so okay. it's from Lagomera in the Canary Islands just off the coast of Africa okay. to Antigua in the Caribbean oh my god yeah so <laughs> um and then so some other de- I'm just sort of 
Just do you want me just, just to keep just going? Just keep going, baby. Okay. So, um, so, so that's the 3,000 miles um, Lagomera to Antigua. We row, so Charlie and I, we row 24 hours a day, two hours on and two hours off. Because it's two of y'all? Two of us. Okay. And we sleep in this little cabin. The boat just arrived here in Charleston on Friday. We had it made in the UK, shipped here. We're going to train on it. And then um, we'll send it back to uh, we'll send it to the Canary Islands and we'll set off from there December twelfth. Um, I mean, what? What is going on? <laughs> this I, is amazing. Yeah, and so, so the, the reason I I, I would sort of signed up for it. I was sitting with Charlie about three years ago, and we were having like our you know our staff review. We do these sort of check ins every six months, and you know I think on the questionnaire on the check in is you know where do you see yourself in six months and what can we do? He's to like help in the Canary Islands. What are you doing? Help you achieve your <laughs> two and five year goals. And Charlie's like, well. You know, my two-year goal is to row across the Atlantic. And, and that was already like, he didn't that was, know that you had already had that connection yeah, too? Yeah, no, no. That, and I was like, well, that's a, that's a great thing to put on the piece of paper. I was like, I want to do that too. I've never found someone who wants to do it with me. Yeah. Let's quit this meeting and let's go sign up for this race. <laughs> and then, it's called job security. Right. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> so we did, we, we went, we, we went across the street to restoration. Like, how do we sign up? What does it cost? Um, and then... Then the pandemic hit and um, I was like, well, this is the moment where I'm either going to just drink a bottle of gin a day, yeah. uh, which I did anyway, but, or I need to put something, kind of plant the flagpole and I, I really need to focus on something uh, outside of, of, of the restaurant business. So that's when it happened. And um, yeah, two years and, and we'd never done any rowing, uh, either of us, so... Um, wow. I, I've done some sailing, limited. <laughs> um, I've broken free of the Charleston jetties once. Uh, okay, wait. <laughs> <woo-hoo>. <laughs> uh, no, so so yeah, so so we're going to start training. It's pretty, it's pretty, it's pretty rigorous the training, and we've got um, an, an amazing ocean rowing um, kind of expert coming out to Charleston for ten days. And he has rowed the Atlantic twice, the Pacific once, and. Um, and he recently rode around the UK and he's a legend. His name's Duncan Roy. And so he's coming out to Charleston. He's going to set up our boat, go through our drills and do some sort of long offshore rowing with us. So you'll do it out on the beaches here? Yeah, we'll, we'll do that. Um, and it's a 24-foot boat, so it's big. It'll live at City Marina and it's it's a big green spaceship is what it looks like. I mean, I've been driving around town and everyone's like, what is that? Uh, <laughs> so yeah. everything you do is on this boat. You sleep on the boat, you eat on the boat, you go to the bathroom on the boat. Yeah, it's un- the, the race, and it's it, it's really calling it a race is is it's not a race. I mean, you you're the first thing is you just want to get across yeah. s- safely. So you it's unsupported and unaided. So you have no help from anyone. You carry all your food, all your supplies, all your repair kits, um, everything on your boat, and then we have a desalinator. So we make water from the seawater. Got and it. We do that once a day, and we eat. Uh, we burn about five to six thousand calories a day. Okay, I'm coming. I'm so, <laughs> so you definitely lose weight. Um, and um, sign me and Carter up. We'll be there. <laughs> yeah, you guys like we'll do a week. Um, it'll be horrendous. Um, just before New Year's. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, it looks so cute. I just wrote notion that never happens. Yeah, um, terrible sores on your bum. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so that's it's. You know the the preparation is it's all about just preparation at this point. So, so how does so how does one prepare for this? Because, I mean, like some people, like you, do live near the water, so mm. that's a that's great. But some people don't. I yeah. mean, just do they go somewhere and train in the ocean or? Yeah, I mean, 
Or does everybody live near the ocean? If you do, if you're signing up for this, you're saying like, I got, I'm making I, this commitment. I've got to be. There's no. You can't be half. half yeah, yeah, yeah. On this. Like this I'm not is, like rowing in the in the river. No, I mean you can start doing that, but you've got to get out on the water. You've got, you've got to so to, to enter the race, you've got to spend at least 300 hours at sea on your boat. Got it. So. Uh, and then you've got to have done a whole bunch of courses. You, you can't just rock up to Lagomera and say, I'm yeah. ready. Hey. Uh, they won't let you. They yeah, won't yeah. let you. Is it, was it, do you have to get accepted in? Um, not accepted, but you just, you just have to qualify in terms of, you just have to do a whole list of things from safety to um, equipment. And, you know, you physically have just got to be in a place where you can. Do you know do anyone this. else that's doing it with you? Uh, yeah, I've met when we did the ocean rowing courses back in the UK. We did them in November and we met some of the other teams. So some people do it on their own. There's solos, there's pairs and there's fours. Okay, well, whoa. Yeah. How the hell do you do that on your own? So you row, so you often they row 12 to 14 hours days and then at nighttime they put out the, their para anchor, which is a parachute that sits underwater and stops you going backwards. Because... On the route that we're doing, it's a southern Atlantic route, and it's we're doing it in December because after hurricane season. So um, you hopefully have the trade winds coming off the Sahara mm-hmm. and, and then also currents, favorable currents. So um, if you're on your own, you hopefully can drift at night while you sleep. Um, mm. You know, if you were a cork and you threw, uh, threw a cork in off, <laughs> off the coast of Africa, you would end up in Venezuela at some point. Right. It might take six months. Yeah. But you'd get there. Wow. That would be me. <laughs> I'm coming. Um, <laughs> That's awesome. So, so yeah, and, and you know, a lot, again, going back to like everyone always asks us about the physical side of things and <clears throat> and obviously that's really important. Actually, mobility is probably one of the most important things you hear from people who have rode. I, I, I really, truly want to spend more time in here. Um, so, yeah, you can be big and strong, but after the first 10 days, let's say, or mm. seven days, and you've been very seasick for the first five, oh God, you man. really... It physically, it doesn't matter. It's t- two things. How do you recover? Because you row for two hours, which in itself, I ask anyone who's listening to this podcast tonight or tomorrow or this week to just try and sit on a rower for two hours rowing. No. And then think about sleeping for an hour and 45 minutes, eating, washing yourself, and then coming and sit on it again and doing that for 40 or 50 days. Um, it's so I am, I am, I'm speechless guys. I'm going to let Ben, I'm going to let Ben host this one. <laughs> no. So, wow. Yeah. That's amazing. So at some, at some point, like, do you feel that's amazing or are you just kind of like in it right now? Yeah. It's almost like, and I'm not, I know it's not no. the same, but it's almost like, well, I give Lindsay credit all the time because she had all of her babies like in her backyard and she birthed them all and I yeah, use drugs, I but it's almost like when you're in it, people are like, Oh my God, this is amazing. Like you're about to do this thing. And you're like, well, I mean, this is, you're just kind of in it. Yeah. Like, do you feel like you're just in it right now? I think, I think one of the things I try and do is I wouldn't do this if I keep thinking about the enormity totally. of this task. So I, I just try and do, I actually have described the closest thing I've seen to the sleep deprivation is, is child is, is the first month or two months of child. Uh, do they do you like sleep train a bit before you go or? It's really difficult to do that because it's it's so prolonged. Mm-hmm. But I know you know what you, I, I I've done. We've done some sleep deprivation stuff. So we've done like where we've been awake for sort of a couple of days and we've done some um, physical exertion, what? Charlie and I, yeah. What do you, so tell, talk, we, let's we, talk about we it. Did I feel called, like all dads should do this actually. <laughs> tell us, where did you, where, where so did you do this? We did this, we did something <laughs> called Everesting, which is where you, you kind of pick a mountain, you, you climb up, you go up and down it until you get the, to the height of Everest. This is 29 to... Uh, did you do that with Joey? Nine, Joey did it. So okay. He uh, did Joey, it. Yeah. Hey, Joey from Ethos. Okay. Yeah. Because I remember seeing him post about it. Okay. Yeah. So, 
And you ha- you can either go straight through or you can take a few hours. And, and we just w- decided to go straight through and just stay up for the, the, the whole period of the time. How so long you have 36 was it? hours to do 36 it. 36 hours. Um, and then. Um, and then you can we just kind of stayed through that whole thing and then and that was that was our first chance to like see how we are after sort of physical endurance for for a sort how of day, was it? day and a half good I, i'm very like i'm not as into Char- charlie's stronger than i am charlie's uh physically probably more able I'm, mentally i i kind of back myself and yeah. i'm i'm good in the final bit yeah I, that's, that's where good. i'm like i'm good on as a team member if totally I to, we have to have different strengths yeah i'm 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 pretty good when everyone wants to give up so will you ever um will you guys ever row together or will it always be um there'll be a few times if, if we were racing and like if you're doing you know for whatever reason you're sort of competitive in the race you you might do some two will ups. you see the people around you no okay no, so you, you, I think this this last year was the first time two rows had seen each other in the history of the race. Were they like, oh, my God. Right, yeah. they like, new friends. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Wilson! <laughs> yeah, you see, uh, uh, there's a wonderful story about a solo rower and a whale. And um, so because you're so sleep deprived, you do hallucinate quite regularly. And, Same, um, just kidding. Right. <laughs> so... Um, one story is a lady rang um, because you have a satellite phone and you can and you have limited communication, but you can call a safety team um, or a shore team that you have. And she called um, she called up the safety officer and, and said, you know, there's a huge whale is following me. I think it's going to tip over the boat. It's coming alongside me. And he obviously is nothing he can really do. He just says, like, just monitor it. Yeah. Um, and so she's rowing along and this big whale's to the side. And then the, some weather comes and this swells start getting bigger. And it sort of comes six to eight foot. Um, and the whale just starts, it's just there. And it, like, s- s- circles around the boat and it's playing in the waves. And it stays with it for days. And um, he, the safety officer rings back a couple of days later and and checks in on her and she's in floods of tears and I'm about to start crying. She's, she said that, you know, he's left me or she's left me. Um, but it was this incredible thing that this whale was through, through the storm. And if you read, was it real? I think so. Cause oh. there's some things like gorillas in cabins, which aren't real. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> one, one guy wouldn't go in his cabin for yeah. a while. Um, because there was a gorilla in there. Um, <laughs> but eventually he left. Uh, yeah. Well, that's good. <laughs> So yeah, and, and um, so yeah, I think those things you kind of speak to other people who've rode it. You speak to the, the organization, and and then you just try and get as prepared as you can, and know that you're going to have bad weather. You're probably going to capsize at least once. So really, you, you need to like. So what happens know. when that happens? So the boat self rights, so it just bobs, flips back up. Um, but if you're surfing down waves and you get it at the wrong angle, your boat can roll over. So you're tethered at two points to the boat if you're rowing. Okay. But um, that's a reality. So we're going to do training where we're, we're flipping the boat. And, and that all your stuff will stay dry So, you, again, you have, you've got to just have everything tied down, and we have two watertight cabins. So, so and this, these are, like, silly questions, but no. just things that people might think of. Like, what what do you bring, like, food-wise? Yeah, so so we have these. We'll have five, um, five packs a day, um, and then we'll put a, a meal, so, like, a camping meal, dehydrated meal, mm-hmm. Um, Charlie's vegan, so we're like working out what that looks like. Charlie and, um, may need to eat some meat. Right, I'm just I, kidding. I, I said I'm just going to like sell him jerky. Uh, to Lindsay, this but yeah. price surge jerky across the way, um, and then and then in there's like nuts and snacks and gels and and that sort of stuff. So one of the things I'm looking for, for 
too is how do how do you get how do you get that many calories in? With, how many calories are they asking to take? Um, day? You're looking at well, it's, it's six to eight thousand calories. Okay. And like, I'll teach you. Uh, right. <laughs> <laughs> Come so, hang out of my house on a Sunday. <laughs> right. Well, I'm good for it, but doing that regularly. So, yeah, like liquid, like fuel, like some stuff where you can just because you have to. You've got two hours to eat, wash, and sleep, and then you go do it again. So, you want to be like the night shifts. I think you just yeah. want to inhale like a 800 calorie drink. Right. So, what is that drink? That's like we've been. So that's what we're testing at the moment. You got to do a lot of exercise if you're doing eight eight hundred calorie yes. drinks. Otherwise, yeah, yeah. Suddenly, Kate would be like, "Well, you're not looking good for this row." I'm like, <laughs> "Michelin you man." Show up there with- <laughs> you're like, "I got this." <laughs> um, so yeah, that's but that's like so. And let's oh, so Kate, who we were speaking about, his wife, and you have two young children. Yep. And so clearly, she's very supportive. Yes, we've um, uh, actually. I was thinking about she's away at the moment for work, and I've I've had the kids. And I'm thinking I'm going to be away for nearly two months. So there's going to be lots of planning on that side. Yeah. Um, yeah, Kate's super sportive. I mean, we bike the country together and I, this is who I am. Who super cool. She married yeah, me. she's awesome. Um, and she says, if this is what you want to do, um, that wasn't the boat that I saw us buying. But, uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's that's a big part of it. I think mentally as well, that, that's... Um, that's going to be, a, for me, a, a, I think I've got two fears. One is like the mental part of knowing that I do have two young kids mm-hmm. in the family. Is Charlie married? No. no. So that's a, that does separate us. Um, can you talk, can you connect with them at all? Uh, you can. I, I don't, I, I think that, I don't think that helps because there's really nothing you can do. We'll connect once a week. Probably. Yeah. Just say, I'm, hey, hey I'm okay. Yeah, hey, yeah, I'm yeah, good. Yeah. And, yeah. and we can, we'll have a, a some way that Kate knows daily we're good, but I don't think it helps to speak. Yeah, I yeah. Mean, hey, what, what are you well, up, sure you what are you up to? Super focused, you know. <laughs> Same like, as I was doing. Drinking yesterday. margaritas. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> this sounds silly, but like it's not like a football game where there's like a referee. Like somebody's out there, like, oh, this guy's hurt. We got to take him in. No. Like you are literally like you On sign your yourself away and say, this is what I'm doing. In the hands of the, yeah, you're in the hands of the ocean. And, and your own so there, And there's nobody that's like out there, like on a boat, everyone can come if you're in trouble. trouble. So big, so, so the rules of the sea are, if you call Mayday, the closest vessel to you, a commercial or non-commercial has to come to your aid if they're able. Got it. So that's, that's the law of the sea. So I, it could be a, a massive tanker that you see coming into Charleston Harbor. Yeah. If we call Mayday. Have people they, called they, it? They, they, uh, there has been a few incidents. Yeah. Um, and, um, and then, yeah, that happened. That's it. Yeah. And then what's the shortest amount of time someone's done this? The world record was 32 days. And the longest? 70 days. Yeah. Is, I think the cutoff is of 70, 80 days. And they'll come, you'll, they'll, you'll Mayday then. Uh, I think that's what you got food for. You got food for 70 or 80 days. Got it. Um, so I actually have to check on how long that is. Our goal is 40. Yeah. We'll be really happy with 40. I think you're going to do it. Yeah, I know so, you're going to do it. So uh, 40 days um, would be our, our, there or thereabouts would be great. That's awesome. So t- talk to me or talk to us a little bit about you said the C training. And then I was like thinking kind of just how you said like being sitting for 10 days. So, I mean, is there room for you to like, like I want to like stretch my back just talking right. to you and like yeah. crack my neck and like do an up dog. Yeah. Like, so <laughs> you, I hope, I hope people are listening at some point will see the book because we're, we're doing tons of events over the next we'll, we'll six post months. It. Do um, you ha- can we get a picture of yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, okay, cool. Um, and yeah, you can in a little cabin. You can sort of lay down just, and so you can do some stretches. And um, but 
just going into it as, as mobile as possible and we're going to have a sort of stretch routine. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I, I think that's just a, a must. Yeah, because you're sitting, right? Yeah, you're just sitting, rowing, and your lower back is going to get crushed and then your hips, everyone talks about their hips, and then your fingers end up... Oh, I can only imagine. Move. They get stuck yeah. in the claws. Can you get the... Gri- have you have you started doing the grippy balls yet? No. You should. Should I do the grippy balls? Yeah, and you know what else you should do is farmer carries. Okay. Joey can tell you all yes. this. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because I think this. anything with your grip yeah. is so crucial. Yeah, so Joey and actually, um, so Jack, I don't know if you know, so Jackson, uh, who's got a, a Levels performance, and, and Joey have sort of teamed up and have put together a very, very specific rowing strength awesome. and conditioning program, which we've been doing for a year. You wouldn't think it, but we no, have been doing it for a year. But I mean, do you do it every day? Yeah, we do. We do, we do stuff every day, yeah. And and they do, and it's been it's really like five movements. It's like a bat wing thing. Yeah, it's, it's legs. It's it's just fit for purpose. That's yeah. what they talk about. Like just be fit for ocean rowing. Totally. Don't worry about like be super flexible and be super strong. Right. That's so. It's. I mean, yeah. It's like a purpose. You, like, yeah. You don't need to be good at running. Right. Like don't matter. Right. 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 Like, <laughs> don't start running. <laughs> we get so it. You're already a hero. All your time is <laughs> ru- is, is is yeah. It's the movements of running. Wow. Um, so. And so this, I'm just like, as a mother, I'm like forecasting, like what if one of you gets like sick? So this mm. other one step up and be like, all right, I got your next two hours. Yeah. This episode is brought to you by Plastic Surgery of the Carolinas. I love Plastic Surgery of the Carolinas personally. I go there because I love doing lasers on my skin. I'm not going to pretend that I don't do those things or take care of my skin. I spent a ton of my life in the sun and so when my skin gets dry or it gets dull, I really love the Clear and Brilliant laser. Um, They have the latest and the greatest Clear and Brilliant touch skin resurfacing laser. Um, For me, I like this because it's the golden standard for improving your skin's tone, texture, and radiance while building collagen and reducing pigment. It also helps with the appearance of fine lines and wrinkle. What's, what you have to know, because I didn't know this as well, is it doesn't show up right away. So you gotta give yourself like three weeks before you think that it's not working. And then after those three weeks, people are like, oh my gosh, what did you do to your skin? Like tons of my brown spots fell off. Your skin will feel a little like dry at first, but. Clear and Brilliant is my absolute, absolute favorite laser. Um, this laser uses an advanced treatment with two different handheld devices and two different wavelengths of laser for significantly improved results than the actual original Clear and Brilliant laser. So this is like the Mac Daddy. And here is the coolest part, you guys. This laser treatment for one treatment is usually $550. If you mention the works when you call them, they're doing them for our family for $250 a pop. Okay, that is more than 50% off the laser. This is the best offer we have ever had. So if nothing else, send this podcast to your friends so they can hear this ad. So when you call up there, mention the works and they are going to basically give you these lasers for free. Do you hear me? Their phone number 843-881-3881. Make sure you tell them that Sarah Frick from the works sent you to get your laser discount. They are located in Mount Pleasant off a Long Point Road. The staff is fabulous. They answer all your questions. They're super kind, super laid back. Go, go, go. They have tons of other options, treatments, everything from plastic surgery to injectables. It really is an amazing experience. I'm not just saying that. They're kind, they're generous. They're really good at their work, so go check them out. Yeah, so that, that so the, the one of the biggest challenges for this is where things do go wrong is team dynamic. So you can really fall apart because you're so fatigued. You got this one goal, and all you have to do is is do your two hours on, two hours off. And as you say, some stuff can go wrong. And you know, if someone's got a niggling injury, so you have to pick up an extra, you know, six hours rowing for three, four, five days. Yep. 
you know, totally. stuff creeps in. And it's so like marriage. You, right. You really have to be very, very clear before you set off. We've been talking a lot about this, about like what are my weaknesses? Yeah. When, what am I like? What is the Do you all get along words? good now? Yeah, we, absolutely. Of course we do. Yeah. yeah. No, I hate the guy. Let's do this. But um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I we, again, I'm always like thinking about the worst case scenario. So yeah, what if some, what if Charlie like hurts himself and is out for a week and yeah. you're carrying that weight? You you begin to resent someone. So totally. How do you deal with that there and then? And like you know, the things like never go to bed angry on the boat. I was like, just never finish a shift pit, like pissed off at one another. Like, right, and you guys can communicate. Is, just, just talk about it. Yeah. Like, if you want to freaking kill me, or I've got a thing on my bum, you have to pop. Like, yeah. That's, and you fucking can't look at me. Yeah. But you have to do it. Yeah. Like, let's let's get into it. Yeah. Because like, like, you are it, gonna have blisters on your butt. Yeah, it's gonna be all sorts of stuff. Oh, yeah. Shit, <laughs> Jeez, you're so pretty. Don't do that to yourself. So it's. it's um, <laughs> Yeah, it, it's it's real. This is a really raw raw experience, and and um, it's so cool. The other side of it, I hope. I mean, do they? But do they talk to you about like the like the like you were saying, like the mental, like the more? Yeah, it's all. It's, that's that's where you gotta. That's where you just. That's gotta what's keep the hardest out. thing, I think. I mean, you're yeah. super like able bodied, and I think it's like for me, anytime I fuck myself, it's mental. Like yeah. when I stop trusting myself, mm-hmm. if I'm like, we're gonna do this thing, and we're not gonna, we're not gonna do this or whatever, and then I'm, I'm like. Oh, and then I do it and I'm like, okay, how can we even trust ourselves? You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, it's a mind fuck kind of. Yeah. So I think the mental side of this is, is just the fear and operating in that space and feeling comfortable with it and, um, setting a, this purpose and, and doing it. And so yeah, this, the mental preparation and the kind of fortitude is, is what I'm, I think we've all got to make sure we've, we've worked on, which we are working on. Yeah. Do you feel nervous? Yeah, yeah, and you should. Yeah. I mean, I'm nervous <laughs> and I'm not even nervous. <laughs> no, I think I see. Uh, I like to feel nervous. I, I've got lots to learn, lots to do. I feel confident in my ability yeah. to, to like totally. pick up a skill. And I feel like other, you know, I feel like I know some folks have done this. I know that there's some massive I feel like you're un- not like unknowns. shitting your pants a little bit about your life. You need to get a life. 100%. I'm like, I'm a Sam. I always, yeah. I'm always on a speedball. Well, the, I, Carter always says like, and this is totally different, but like when we open studios or we like look at new places or whatever and, and we're done with a project, she's like, oh, here you go. Like I like spiral. I get so depressed. Mm. I'm like, well, guess I'm worthless now. Now right. what? She's like, we'll get you something else to stress out about. Right, Chill out. Right. You know? <laughs> that's in, that's in you. Yeah. Yeah. So I think people need, <clears throat> need to feed that. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about the fundraising and mm. what the whole point of this, or not the point of it, we understand there's multi-purposes for it, but what y'all are raising money for. Yeah, so two organizations, we, we, we're raising money for the Green, Green Heart Project, uh, building gardens in schools here in Charleston County, and we do, uh, I think they're in 13 schools, and we've worked with them at Basic Kitchen, and they have the Ensign Garden, um, uh, garden uh, that is unbelievable, and I'm just... I love what they do, love their organization, love everything about getting kids to know where food comes from and eating better. So love their mission. So, so they go into schools? Um, yeah, so they build uh, the gardens in schools and then they, they teach. Um, Which schools? Because I went and had lunch with my kid today and I'm going to tell you what. One good. Um, so He loves a school lunch and I'm not, I'm not complaining, I love our school. Yeah. But it was a chocolate milk, a bag of goldfish, so. a scary looking yogurt an apple that was maybe the size of my pinky and a cheese stick. Yeah, that sounds like Oscar's lunch. Um, <laughs> I mean, so, but I was like, but he'd also eat that at home. But, so. <laughs> but they don't, um, so they don't do the cafeterias. They, they've got the gardens and the schools mm. really for education. And they do sell, they do sometimes, they do the cafeteria days. They're not providing, from these boxes, they're not providing 
through there, but it's it's more uh, an education program about how things grow, respect the earth, um, where does food come from, and then Love they do that. sort of math and science through, through that. And they're in uh, elementary schools. I think they're in a couple of middle schools, and they're going to be in a high school this year as well. So it's the close. Um, so our goal with them is to take the schools that they're in and and elevate all of them to kind of a national standard that is that is the best in the country. So cool. Um, and kind of that be another thing on in kind of Charleston's armor of awesomeness. Yeah. Um, and so we're really excited to do that with them. Um, Jesse um, and Amanda, the, who lead the team there, are incredible. And then the other organization is a sort of big uh, global one, and that's called the 2041 Foundation. And not many people, in fact, probably no one really knows that in 2041 the Antarctic Treaty is up, and Antarctica is the only place on Earth owned by no one. We all own a piece of Antarctica. No one even thinks about that. In 2041, it's I, kn- I knew I owned something new. I see. is a land grab for the resources down there. So my friend, Rob Swan, who's moving here to Charleston, who's the first man on Earth to walk to the North and South Pole. Of course. Who you should definitely Your friends have, sound like losers. You should definitely have him on this uh, yeah. on the podcast. Um, so Rob walked to the South Pole in 1986 um, and then was in the long story, Jacques Cousteau lending the money, I can't get into it right now, but he, he, it took him three years to, to follow in Shackleton's footsteps, oh, sorry, Scott's footsteps, and then he was so broke when he returned to England, he thought the way to get out of sort of immediate impending bankruptcy was to walk to the North Pole and be the first man to do so, and he came back and he was like, no, I think that was probably like a... <laughs> I think it was like an inflation. Something happened with the sort of stock market and no one gave a shit about him. And he so, was like, guys, I'm back. <laughs> yeah, and everyone's like, everyone's like oh, my God, I don't care. Like, it's the 80s and yeah. it's, the party stopped. <laughs> Did you bring Coke? <laughs> so, um, but he spent uh, his whole life, um, because Jacques Cousteau gave him this mission of educating people about the 2041. Gosh, that's amazing. And he takes, every year he takes uh, 120 to 150 uh, folks from all over the world down to Antarctica on a sort of leadership course and educates them about this treaty. And Kate and I went on it in 2016. And so cool. it was one of the most life-changing experiences. And so he's our organization. And we're going to raise funds and then use those funds to take educators from Charleston down to Antarctica. Amazing. Y'all are doing a lot yeah. for our city. So that's it. All Thank in. you. All in. All in. Amazing. Yeah. So, so how can people get involved if they want to? Yeah. So our website is is on uh, dreamboats.us and all the information about the, the race, the road, Charlie, myself and the two charities is there. Obviously following on, on Instagram. We're going to be at um, High Water Festival, I hope. Thanks, High Water Festival. <laughs> um, we're going to be at the... Bring the in te- with the... With the- Boat? Um, with the boat and we're going to be at the tennis. So so we've got some great partners. Synchronicity and Modern Minds mm-hmm. um, are one of our lead sponsors. And so we're going to do a lot at the um, Credit One Stadium. Yep. Um, so we're going to be at some of the concerts. We're going to be at the tennis. We're doing a lot at, at their facility in Mount Pleasant where we do recovery night out mm-hmm. on, on one first Tuesday of every month. Um, anyone can come. Boat will be there. Base Kitchen does food. And instead of like going for drinks, you go and we do like exercise and then big social deal we'll be outside the restaurants with the boat doing like rowathons we're doing a million mile challenge at ethos so people have signed up for that and a million a million meters not a million miles oh, million meters like, wow. <laughs> oh, guys relax <laughs> a million meters so uh 
<laughs> so there's so there's that. So yeah, lo- lots of stuff going on over the next six months um, of fundraising and tons of swag on the on the website. We so, love swag. Yeah, you got to go for swag. So, yeah. So yeah, that's that's our plan. That the the boat is this is this big kind of floating billboard. I, got, I haven't even seen a picture of it. Yeah, so I'll, I'll see, see when we get show off. That, yeah. yeah. That's so. And you're keeping it at the marina. Uh, yeah. So the, uh, Safe Harbor, one of our sponsors, so it's going to be kept at Sea Marina, and we'll, we'll row in and out of there. And, and we're going to build up. You'll see us a lot in the harbor because again, it's this big green um, thing. And we'll row. We'll do sort of twelve hour rows, twenty four hour rows, forty hour rows, seventy two hour rows. And like people can come like watch. Or? I don't think anyone wants. I mean, <laughs> it's pretty. It's watching paint dry, but yeah. Um, but yeah, those are, those are the um, those are sort of places we'll be and. Um, and so when do you leave the States? We leave the States just after Thanksgiving. Okay. And, then, and is Kate going with you? Uh, we had TBD. I think she'll come maybe a couple of days before we leave. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of preparation, just like two weeks of just intense, like, have you got everything? Because you're everything, that's it. There's no, yeah. there's no like, I can't pop and into I mean, clearly Lowe's. This is like I'm a like, s- sheesh, you didn't, oh, Charlie, shit. you bring that spanner. Can you call Whole Foods? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, I, forgot. I can't fix that yeah. bearing. So you gotta, you got to make sure that's all there. Yeah. Get your food right, be in this place, and then I think they'll come out. You know, you see it, and then you don't think about, like, how like it's it's so much like once you start but like there's a shit ton that goes into it on the back end mm. and I mean that's fascinating to me it's just yeah. like seeing that people like people that train for different things I mean it's like wild I mean yeah. it's like caffeine is the big one to be honest I, um, I don't have a problem giving I mean it, it, I you can't have caffeine that seems no weird. because your sleep cycle you only two oh hours. and you, also it, dehydrates you too yeah oh, it was just a sleep piece so caffeine is is towards the end you'll probably start having caffeine but you really don't want to have caffeine so you need to be able to operate without caffeine. You know what's what, that was actually the hardest. Like every time, any time I was pregnant, I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna miss wine," which of course I did. But like coming off caffeine, yeah, like that's what gave me it. the headaches. Yeah, it's such a that's that's my that's my. Kind I of, love it. Yeah, me too. Love I, it. Live off of it. I, I, like, I mean, so good. I, yeah, so that's my. Will you guys listen to music out there? Like, yeah, lots of music. So we're gonna um, anyone who wants to put playlists together. It's, I, do it's you know that that's all I do all day? I mean, it might be not the music you like. No, I love. So I know it's the music. <laughs> but if I like. you want to look, I'm, because I've been. I've been on, so I've been teaching for almost 18 years. I've been on Spotify as long as you could stream it. I mean, I probably have 10,000 playlists on there. Well, damn, I mean, I'm a lot there. of them are like playlists that are just basically the same songs in different orders. That works too. But they're fun. Yeah. And they're like, like pump your ass up. Yeah. But that's, I mean, I'm in. Yeah. So I'm going to yeah. hit you up with some playlists. All right. You can follow me. I'm public. Okay. Done. Yeah. <laughs> that's something that actually really bothers me is when people make their playlists private because I'm like, y'all, these artists are making money off of this music. Right. That's just a plug, guys. I'm, that... the, I'm the genius who put this right. list together. Right, right, right. <laughs> um, well, anything else? Okay, where can people find you on Instagram? Uh, with Dreamboats. I think with dreamboats.us on, on Instagram as well. On Instagram, well. okay. Yeah, and so I, I think <laughs> anyone to follow along, I would love if there's a few um, few more spots on the on the sponsorship for the boat. Um, we've um, just, I think, two or three, we're looking for companies to join us who have aligned with this mission. Tell um, us, and what does the sponsorship look like money-wise? Like, yeah, just so, so people so are various, guessing. Various, various tiers of sponsorship. Um, we have a couple of, I think... Um, lower tier sponsorship so five five thousand and ten thousand mm-hmm. and, and for that we do you're engaged with all our other sponsors we sort of customize cer- certain programs whatever your company is we do um you get access to all the dinners that we do your your logos on the boat um so there's there's a lot of stuff we do for each sponsor but we've got our main sponsors are, are basic kitchen um mod aesthetics and and synchronicity and then we've got some like awesome people who we work with the restaurants so we've got a winery who sponsored us tarpon cellars 
um, ethos, the works, it's a lot of health and wellness folks. So mm-hmm. it's, it's a really good group. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, and they can see that all on... It's all on the website, yeah. Cool. Um, yeah. What else? That's, I feel like, I mean, that's everything I know about ocean rowing at this stage. Wait, but can I ask another random question? Yeah. When does the restaurant in Sullivan's open? The restaurant, so yes, yeah, no, that's a great question. <laughs> Sullivan's Fish Camp opens. This man needs money, okay? There's, yeah, truly. They're, I also signed them up as a sponsor. They're not even open. Thank you. Um, so Sullivan's opens the end of the month. Okay, yeah. tell us a little bit about that concept. Longest build out in the history of restaurants. But that's because you're on Sullivan's. Two, two years. Um, so uh, that, that restaurant is, is a, it's a fish camp. It's kind of, we've taken, it was called Sullivan's and we've kind of taken the, the spirit of that restaurant. I did really love that restaurant. Brought it into 20. I did. Did it's, you? It's, great. It's Everyone, gnarly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was like drippy ranch dressing on yeah. iceberg. So we've got a wedge salad, but we're green goddess dressing. We've got, um, we're doing like a really cool fry basket, but it's all local fish and and shrimp. I'm I'm sure it's going to be delicious. And and, um, so the menu's kind of nostalgic, but then there's also lots of kind of fresh takes on things. Um, Nathan, um, sorry, Davis Hood um, is the chef. He grew up on Isle of Palms. Oh, cool. Been all over the place and is incredible. Um, Just an amazing team opening the restaurant. And so, very excited. I think we say fresh fish, cold beers, and fruity cocktails. I it's love the, it. It's the vibe. <laughs> and, and when does, did you say May? Uh, no, April. Yeah, yeah. Oh, April. Yeah, end of the month. Oh, nice. Yeah. I'll be there. If, well, <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> Do I get the invite? Yeah, done. You guys will get the invite. Lindsay, too. We actually no, are really fun that. together. I know you guys are. You're in. You're in. You All right, so to you ask. told us where we can find you for Dreamboats. Yep. It'll be in the show notes. Yep, thanks. And Th- yeah, I think that, that's really... That's I mean, I could go on for hours, but I'm not going to do that to everybody else here. So. No, thank you for thank you so much for having me. Thank you for Let being me talk here. About and I did hear boats. you say that you're going to be in here more working out, so... Yeah, I am. Don't worry, I, I'll keep my eye on you. I promise. I stalk people's accounts. I'm like... Front row. Yep. You front better row, be. Front Have you really taken row. my class? And I said that not for a couple of years. <laughs> I know not since before the, the pandemic. Okay. And then I got into ocean rowing. Okay. <laughs> so it's kind of similar. We do jumping jacks yeah. to Jay-Z. You know, same, same. We're, I'm yeah. in it. I'm in it. I'm coming back. <laughs> I'm coming back. All right, you guys. Thank you so much for listening today. Please rate us, review us, check out Ben and the project, and we'll talk to you next week. <laughs> <laughs>